Welcome to Life's a Draft, the podcast where the topics are wide open and always on fire. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 4 of Life's a Draft. On this podcast, we pick topics and draft our top choices. Fans and listeners vote to determine the winners after each episode. Please follow the podcast on Instagram at Life's a Draft. You can also search for the Life's a Draft Facebook page or go to our website to vote. The website is in the podcast description. On this episode, we will answer some more listener questions and, of course, draft a new topic. Before we get drafting, let me introduce who is with me here tonight. Been looking forward to this podcast for quite some time. The reason? Because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. Dairy. And he pities the fool who doesn't listen and just votes because you'll be missing out on the fun. Shine is here. Yes, sir. This strawberry crunchy is hitting the spot. I will say that is that is that the good humor brand? Yeah. I can tell because it's like real pink. I bought the Aldi brand and it just isn't the same. Like they're like it's like a like maroon, like not oh. even like a pink. It's weird. It's just <laughs> not it doesn't hit as good. Like it's like two fifty for the box. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Coming off an excellent weekend where he saw Whiskey Myers and Eric Church put on a fantastic show in New Jersey. It was super weird listening to and not participating in the last podcast. Looking forward to his upcoming birthday and trip around the sun. J-Cat is here. We missed you, J-Cat. Miss being here, everybody. Uh, Missed the crew. Um, Had so many funny things I could have retorted to listening to you clowns draft on the last pod, and I wasn't able to enjoy it. So and and give you guys some some stuff for it. So um, I'm definitely glad to be back. It's funny you don't realize how much you miss something until you're not able to participate in it. And uh, just just found out a few moments ago that I have been selected for jury duty. So f my life. <laughs> a few moments ago, it's terrible. It's the worst. Yeah, get out of that, Jcat. I've always got. I'm gonna I'm gonna try like heck, man. Trust me. Anything I I can do, I'm going to. I only had it happen to me once and I got out of it, which that's kind of crazy. But speaking of birthdays, this guy celebrated his birthday this week. Catman is here. Woo woo. 42 coming in hot. Had a good weekend hanging out with fam. Weather didn't really cooperate too much, but Sunday was nice. Got a little bit of golf in. 60s playlist was the soundtrack to the day. Did you, you share the, the uh you shared the picture draft. of you out on the golf course, but you never showed that final scorecard. Oh, we're just having fun. He doesn't play golf against people for money. What? Did, you skip, did you skip any songs, Rob, on the playlist? No. What was the worst song on that playlist? Dancing in the Streets. I, I mean, no. yeah. The no. Twist. James Taylor. Something, oh, oh, yeah. uh, something in the way she moves is an amazing <laughs> song. Terrible. We'll see what the voters said. Rain or shine, as the say- saying goes, it's always a beautiful day on Delmarva. Bomar's here. That's right, boys. Cold. If it's raining, if it's snowing, it's always a beautiful day on Delmarva. Always. Ready to get this draft going. And I'm looking forward to it. Let's see. We'll see what I end up last draft. May your days be Delmarvelous. Quick trips to Myrtle Beach and Bush Gardens. Back to work in the normal swing of things, but he's ready for life and this draft. Birdo is here. Also added another creature to my home. There's now a cat living in my home, as you can see. Obsidian nugget. Because you have so many other creatures, (laughs) like your children. (laughs) 
living being. <laughs> what is said cat's name? Obsidian Nugget. Obsidian, Obsidian Nugget for now on. Yeah. Oh, and for short. <laughs> and I am your host, Eric. School is starting soon. The Eagles Redemption Tour is starting soon. And Catman and I scored WrestleMania tickets in Philly next year. <clears throat> so I'm hyped for that. It's like seven or eight months away, but we're doing it, Catman. We're doing it. We've randomly like texted each other, like, hey, we're going to WrestleMania. And like we just can't believe it until it happens. I mean, even like when we're there night one, we're gonna be like, We're here. <laughs> achievement, <laughs> achievement unlocked. <laughs> yeah. If you want to help promote us, you can get some license draft merchandise on tpublic.com. They have all sorts of goods with our logo. Check for the link on our Facebook page, website, and at the top of the voting page. TeePublic often has sales, so wait for one and save some money. Help support the podcast and get some license draft swag today. With that being said, here are the results of the 60s songs draft. We had a really high number of votes, which was good. Just kept racking up. Just beat the ice cream votes, so wow. high for the season. So keep voting. In sixth place, comments include, not a big Rolling Stones or Beatles fan. I know, unpopular opinion. And this playlist didn't have either. And just some of those timeless songs that always put you in a great mood. Shine's team, Dazed and Confused, 7.2% of the votes. Diltz is going to love this. I tried to avoid this. Texting him now. Last, last place finish with these song drafts, but music drafts failed that one. My bad. Dills came off the bench and not last. If Dills is listening right now, don't get too excited because in fifth place, comments (laughs) include great episode. All have solid teams. I went with Apollo 11's playlist because my uncle got me listening to music. I usually wouldn't listen. And this mini playlist is what I would have been playing. We jammed out to some good tunes in his 88 Mustang. LOL. RIP Uncle Bob. I would also like to second that. Our Uncle Bob just passed away. So rest in peace. Our Uncle Bob as well. Second comment. Apollo 11's playlist is in another stratosphere, man. It's a groovy trip through a far out time period. It's got some mellow tunes and a few rocking ones too. The return of our long-haired friend resulted in a playlist worthy of a fat doobie and some cold brews. Can you dig it? Diltz's team, Apollo 11's playlist, 9.3% of the votes. Was that you, J-Cat? Yeah, that was my that was my comment. <laughs> I didn't know that. He used <laughs> I did an it alias. under an alias. Yeah. <laughs> Which was what? I don't know. Uh, I think Q-Dog or something like that. <laughs> Q-Dog. That's who you, you voted are. for, J-Cat? Diltz's team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew it would be Diltz or Bomar, I had a feeling. All right, fourth place. I would say the top four spots were battling mm-hmm. out pretty good most of the most of the voting. Um, so I think four, f- three, and two were all separated by one or two votes. So in fourth place, comments include, looking at this playlist, I could put on replay for a three-hour drive back to my hometown without falling asleep or wanting to veer into oncoming traffic. And Ain't No no Mountain High Enough is my all-time favorite song. Can't be in a bad mood when you hear that, listen, baby. Jimi Hendrix did the impossible by making a Bob Dylan song great. Dancing in the Street was so good it became a hit twice. Just a strong selection. Catman's team, Groovy Tunes, 17.5% of the votes. Fourth place. Take it. 
I, I know I'm waiting oh. for it. <laughs> oh. oh, not last. Not last. <laughs> <There you laughs> go. And third place comments include five out of five are on my 60s pool tunes playlist. And we may not see eye to eye on ice cream flavors, but dang, my man drafted a team for the Life's a Draft Hall of Fame. Whatever the best emoji was from last week, just slap it on this list and ride it to victory. Bomar's team, Sons and Sons, 18.6% of the votes. I'll take it at third on the podium. Take it. And in second place, comments include Neil all day long. And you have me at Sweet Caroline, but you almost lost, lost me at Monster Mash. You're lucky that di <laughs> diamond is that strong. My team, so good, so good. 20.6% of the votes. Mon Monster Mash. Is unbelievable. Yes. From the time, like, beginning of October until two weeks before Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. I'd say yes. I get I don't, it. Rest of the year. I don't, I don't debate that it's a, it is a I great song. But I just... 100% agree. <sighs> and you... You reflecting care you re reflecting. I should have picked as honorable mention because if I had another song or two, I I know I would have won because I yeah. no. I'll, I'll let, let me just finish. First place comments include absolutely Can stacked song list. They're all great. I just want a straight fire, straight fire. I vehemently disagree. Best team. The songs just jump out at you. Easy listening. Birdo's team. Twenty six point eight percent of the votes. First place. You were giving me a, a lot of crap from my team. I knew it was solid. Back-to-back -back wins. Let's go for a three-peat, boys. How many people did you stop on the street, Bobby, to vote for your, to vote I, for I your never, team? I never <laughs> pander for votes. I pander for, I pander for people to vote, but not for my team. My I team can't believe fun. you won. I, I, can't, I would have picked <laughs> Shine's team over your team. Good Vibrations is better than every song on your list. Jackson Five, I want you back is better than every song on your list. That's just two. I would only listen. Actually, listen. I listen to playlist. The, the only song I listened to was "The Stand By Me." That's a good song. I, here comes the sun's good too, but I am like over it. The rest of them, trash. Are you trash. looking up from second place? What a wonderful case. world, Elvis Presley. Yeah. The people spoke, and they spoke Team Birdo. <laughs> Who made that comment on me? Because I know Keith. Said something about the ice cream, but Keith's voted for Rob. I know because I asked him. Yeah, Keith was the "ain't a mountain high enough" comment. I, yeah. I'm assuming it was um the guy. Dean. Yeah, I'm assuming so. Yeah, I never put the name down. All right, well, the people have spoken, and here's what we should have drafted: the Four Seasons, Sherry, The Doors, oh, Break On Through, or L.A. Woman, Run Around Sue by Dion DeMucci, The Monkeys, yeah. Daydream Believer, Shangri La's Leader of the Pack. Vroom, vroom. Vroom. Johnny Cash, <laughs> a boy named Sue. Joy to the world, three dog night. Little help from my friends, the Beatles. Can't take my eyes off you, Frankie Valley. Tango by the Isley Brothers. The Turtles, so happy together. The Four Tops, can't help myself. That's the song right there. If I would have picked that song, winner. But Maria, we both talked about that song. Yeah. Ramble On, Roger Miller, King of the Road. Norman Greenbaum, Spirit in the Sky. Paint It Black by the Stones. Sugar Shack by Jimmy Gilmer and the Fireballs. Mm -hmm. that was, I was cracking up with that. Space Odyssey by David Bowie. Do I Diddy by Manfred Mann. Stevie Wonder, Once in My Lifetime. In My Life, The Beatles. James Brown, I Got You, I Feel Good. I'm a Believer, The Monkees. St. Stephen and China Cat, Sunflower. 
both by Grateful Dead. There's a ton of songs by them. If I would have drafted a squad, it would have been all dead songs. My Sherry Amour, Stevie Wonder. What's new, Pussycat? Tom Jones. Secret Agent Man, Johnny Rivers. I Love the Flower Girl, The Cow Sills. I Got You Babe, Sonny and Cher. Rolling Stones, Honky Tonk Man, and Brown Sugar. Touch Me Babe and Hello I Love You, The Doors. The Last Train to Clarksville, The Monkees. White Room, Strange Brew, and Sunshine of Your Love by Cream. Can't Find My Way Home, Blind Faith. Purple Haze by Jimmy. Bus Stop by The Hollies. Daydream and Summer in the City by The Lovin' Spoonful. Led Zeppelin's A Whole Lot of Love and Good Times, Bad Times. Crystal Blue's Persuasion by Tommy James. Midnight Confession, The Grassroots. Let's Live for Today, The Grassroots. Too many to mention, but I would have leaned on either a Woodstock approach or a Beatles slash British invasion, invasion plus Motown strategy. And this one person left a pretty good comment, so I'm going to read all of his comment. Tough decade to pick from. Some honorable mentions. Smokey Robinson, I second that emotion. Steppenwolf, Born to be Wild. The Who, My Generation. Mamas and the Papas, California Dreamin'. Aretha Franklin, Respect. At Last, Etta James are all worthy of the list. For your consideration, Summer Lovin', The Drifters, Under the Boardwalk. Slow, romantic melody to get the summer romance started. The Doors, Light My Fire, Passion on the Beach. Aretha Franklin, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. Her live rendition of this at the 2015 Kennedy Center Honors is incredible. Nancy Sinatra's These Boots Were Made for Walking. Summer Love Can't Last Forever. Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire, Some Gifts You Keep Forever. And Thanks for Doing the Podcast. Those are the things that we should have drafted in the 60s songs draft. In the white room with black, with black curtains. That is a good song. So is Sunshine okay. I Love. Those are a good lot of good songs. <laughs> if you are listening, please rate and review the podcast. The more reviews, the more people we will reach. Now it's time to draft Boom Shakalaka. This week's draft is the best catchphrases. So we're looking for a repeatable line or a line or a phrase that someone is known for, not just a slogan or an ad jingle or something like that. So. Or a quote, not a single one-time quote. Correct. Mm -hmm. So, Shine, you have the first pick in the catchphrases draft. <sighs> so, to get these things started, this is a hard one, I feel like, to have the first pick because there's so many out there. But one that caught my attention uh, – because I feel like, A, there's so many people that use it. It's universally known. And it's always typically funny when used is that's what she said. Taking that with the first pick. Every single time, everyone has an opportunity. You can't not say it. Everyone laughs. It's always a good one. That's what she said. Uh, getting that office voter. I don't know about you guys, but I, that's what I wanted number one because yeah, I think it's too. a huge pick. Did you guys feel the same? I no? would. Well, it wasn't my number one, but it was in my top five. Okay. I was hoping. I didn't think I'd get it fifth, but I didn't know what I didn't know what you guys were thinking. Everyone laughs. Everyone I, uses it. Yeah, it's, it's always unisex. funny. Like it's always funny. like. Yeah. It, uh, that's huge. Because it's like corny. Because it's corny. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could be the Reese's Cup pick of the week. I need a Reese's yeah. Cup pick of the week after a sixth place finish. All right, that means J Cat Dilts was fifth, so you're going to be drafting his spot. Yeah, and this one is 
one of my personal favorites. It's from one of my favorite movies. And it is brought to us by an oddball 20-year-old who's still hanging out with a bunch of high school kids down in Texas. And he's having a good time. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. That's my man, Wooderson, baby. Matthew Matthew McConaughey as Wooderson um, in Days and Confused. Like he's got a he's got a bunch of really good ones that come to mind. But his uh, speech at the Grammys when he incorporated that in there just tells you the magnitude that's had. So not the Grammy star, the Oscars, but uh, yeah. So I like all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> Is it? It's three of them. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I didn't have that on my list. I. I don't know why I didn't think about that, but I don't know if I would have drafted. I'm going straight out the box, I think. Good pick, though. All right, Catman. Third pick. Catchphrases. There's so many that could be that are first round worthy. I gotta go with this one because it you can use it every day. Every day this this catchphrase could be said. At work, not at work, at home, getting up off the couch. 1984. Terminator 1, I'll be back. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was originally written, I'll come back, in the script. I just learned over the weekend because I watched the Arnold documentary on Netflix. And he just kind of ad-libbed it and was like, I'll be back. Come on. I mean, just to say it. Like, it's so <laughs> hard to not say it. Even when you say it, like, when you're not realizing it, it in your mind, you're like, oh, you be like, oh, yeah, I'll be back. And then you're like, oh, Arnold. I should have said it like Arnold. Massive. Mass. Well, that was your pick, wasn't it? No. <laughs> I had it on my list, though. Oh, I'll be good. back in the <laughs> second round with more hot fire. <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to say. Nylon, like, nylon, nylon. Getting off the couch. I was like, <laughs> all right, Bomar, you got fourth pick. I wasn't going to pick this, but it's got to go to you two twice. And I don't think it's going to make it. Um, it's a movie quote, and I just put this on my list today. And Amanda says this all the time, so I'll probably end up getting her vote for it. But um, it's from the movie Sandlot from Ham. He said, "You're killing me, Smalls." Oh, wow. that's huge! I didn't think about that. Yep, I have it on the list, man. I thought you were going to say something else, though, when you said that. That's that cat could be one of the best fourth overall picks I, I've ever heard. I forgot about that. She says it all the time. I mean, like, every day. <laughs> Autumn says it a lot, too, honestly. It's weird. I'm looking at this, like, big list, a big draft board, and it's like, I don't – like, they're all, like, recognizable and, like, popular. It's like – but, like, some are funny, but, you, you know, you hear them so much. It's like, what do you draft for? Like, just the most recognizable? Like, I, I it's not like I say them. The only ones that any of us really say – actually, that's all the ones that we've drafted so far, we could say, but – all right, I'm just going to go with uh, a big one, in my opinion. It's one syllable, and it's uttered by Homer Simpson, probably the greatest TV character of all time. And it's <laughs> don't, don't just because it's he rules. And, you know, there's a lot of Simpsons quotes. I have a couple on my draft for it, but I'm going to take probably the most popular. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to bring the votes, but it's. It rules. Saw that. I didn't put that on. Oh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of the Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Simpsons rules. Well, mm-hmm. the first 15 seasons. I was going to pick that, bro, next. And not just because Homer said that. it, but whenever you 
stub your toe or drop something. You always like you. We can right. even see it ourselves. It's 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 perfect. All right, this back to back pick has got me thinking, and uh, I love this quote because I love this character from this show. If you're ever shopping or like, I'm so quick to buy something for my kids or for something else. But when it comes to me, right, I, I, tend to, like, I tend to not want to buy myself something. But sometimes you just have to treat yourself. Treat yourself. You want to get that leather bag? Treat yourself. You want to get that macaroon? Treat yourself. So treat yourself day. I love it. And you can say it to whenever anyone's like, oh, I'm not sure. Treat yourself. What show is that all of? Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Amazing, man. I love it. Amazing. <laughs> I know I'm not going to get another pick for like 10 more picks. So I feel like this one could slip back to me, but I don't think this one will. I didn't want to pick this in the second round, but the episode of this show is legendary. And if anyone is ever doing something and you just want to say no, you can be the soup Nazi and say no soup for you. (laughs) Eric is angry. Yeah, I, I have it on my list. list. I don't. It wasn't gonna be my too. next pick, but I don't. I don't. I didn't expect Bobby to go there. The episode is hilarious. Like with the armoire and they find the recipes and True. the whole like, procedure that they have to like come in and George like steps to the side. One Paul like, Newman, <laughs> Newman opens the bag. One crab bit. Yeah, you forgot the rolls. No rolls. <laughs> he comes back. Oh, you remember the roll? You're pushing your luck, little man. <laughs> You're through soup, Nazi. Next. <laughs> uh, this is hard. I guess I'm going to pick this one just because it's honestly, it's probably the most recognizable one so far. That's even what's been picked. We've done a whole draft on this topic it's from Star Wars. I'm going to go with May the Force Be With You. Said throughout the movies. Multiple times, like the uh, mantra. That's um, a shine pick. That is a shine pick right there. I, I know, but I there's another one shine's going to pick on for me. It wasn't. It wasn't making it past me again. I figured that or JCat. <laughs> so I just like it's a big one. All right, Bomar. Uh, let's bring it back to reality. What what we as people and friends and family say to each other, and not movies. I'm going to go with something that is often said when you think you're right and the other person thinks they're right, and then you end up saying agree to disagree. So that's what I'm going to go with. Agree to disagree. Who says that? That's, that's not a catchphrase. It's just that's our first sex of the night, gentlemen. That's got to be tied to someone, what? though. Who says that? I thought Hold it was sayings, catchphrase, whatever. Yeah. Catchphrases. I think it was just catchphrases. Oh, you guys are killing me. Really? No soup um, for you. All right. Hold that's on, like a totally different draft. I get how you're putting that in there, but it's like there's so many of those things that could be like its own draft. You know what I mean? Uh, like, that's why I had so many categories. All right. I'll just come out and say I'm not going to really explain it. You guys don't know what it is. So the truth will set you free. Is that all right? Special I, movie? Who no? says that? Does that? That's Jesus. Jesus. That's not amazing. Technicolor Dreamcoat. Let's roll. That's 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 deep cuts for the Book of Job, son. It's definitely yeah, catchphrase. I looked it up. <laughs> I put Bible catchphrases in. The truth shall set. I don't. 
What verse is that song? Strike two. Strike two. I think you're missing. I think you're missing the point here. That's John eight thirty one. John eight thirty two. Three strikes, you you lose your turn. I agree. Three strikes and you lose your pick. You better you do my friend. And they said the sky will turn. It said it said in Ted Lasso. Yeah, but it's not his catchphrase. Like it's 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 his doctor anyway. Uh, the psychologist lady. Really? Oh, it needs to be tied to a person or a character, like specifically. That is tied to a person. <laughs> if you said and the that's truth, used that's hey, no what's Jesus like- known for saying? Like, it's that's not someone's gonna like. All right, let's switch it up, and then I'll say I'm gonna go back to a movie. Big money, that, no whammies. Yeah, make sure I'm right here. Hasta la vista, baby. Who says that? Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. On my list. Who are you going to go all all Arnold? (laughs) Arnold. Is there something wrong with that? (laughs) Arnold versus the field. (laughs) (laughs) I know one person. I know one person's what I would get for sure. (laughs) All right. What's he saying? Kindergarten cop. It's not it's a tumor. Who is your daddy and what does he do? All right, J-Cat, what do you say in Jingle All the Way? Get the turbo, Put that man. cookie down. Put that cookie down. <laughs> Jamie! Jamie! <laughs> What's his quote? All right, last one. Are Go you, Eric, are you putting, like, whose who's, who's catchphrases they are with the catchphrase? The show or the movie. Okay. That's what I was saying. Catman. Back to you. I like where Bo was going with that, with switching it up, not really doing pop culture. I feel like all of everything we're doing has a little bit of pop culture in it anyway, but this one's like a sports catchphrase. Michael Buffer, let's get ready to rumble. Yes. Nice. For the thousands in attendance and the millions <laughs> across the globe watching. <laughs> you always knew. Like, wearing the black trunks. If Michael Buffer is there, it's important. Like, every, like you're automatically like, ooh. <laughs> This is like a big deal. They got the Let's Get Ready to Rumble guy. And he owns the copyright to that somehow, which uh-huh. I don't know how that, like, you can't say it without paying him somewhere. You'll pay him for what you just said? Yeah. Oh, just... yeah. Get a Venmo him 18 cents. <laughs> I, Let's I'm, get ready to stumble. I'm like a little shook, honestly, because somehow it'll get found out. But uh, yeah, Let's Get Ready to Rumble. It's just like the universal catchphrase for, for throwing down whatever you're doing. And that kind of reminded me of another one. I don't know if I want to deviate from my plan. Let's go. Replace that. Everyone says, "Let's go." Let's go. Where are we going? This comedian is one of the greatest of all time. Um, Probably the biggest comedian of our generation um, in terms of like from 2000 on. He's an entity within himself. You can't cancel this guy. But uh, way back when, uh, when he had his sketch comedy show, he did a segment um, called Charlie Murphy's True Hollywood Stories. And he told a wonderful story about the one and only. You <laughs> you might know him from Super Freak, but it's Rick James. And in that story, he would always utter this wonderful phrase. I'm Rick James. 
and just do something off the wall. <laughs> uh, to this day, I still say that. Like, I walk through the, uh, I walk through the kitchen or something like that, and I'll do something. And Amy's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm Rick James." And uh, I just remember <laughs> dying laughing. Watch that sketch over and over and over again, and it still holds up uh, to this day. So that's the one I'm looking for. All right, Shine, we're back to you. Back to back picks. Back to back. Probably two picks you wouldn't think I'm taking. But the one is like from our childhood. I used it in my intro. I'm going to pick it now, too. And it's none other than Mr. T from the A team. And I pity the fool. Uh, who's the character that says it from the eighteen? Mr. T. No. His character, Mr. T's character, had a name. Did it really? Yes. What is Mr. T in the eighteen? Oh, I don't believe it. I don't even believe <laughs> yes, it. No. Yes, he did. <laughs> he also had a character in Rocky Three. I'm about to learn something tonight, boys. Balboa. <laughs> Hey, woman. All right. All right. T.A. Pities the fool. He pities the fool. He doesn't know Mr. T's character name. <laughs> what is it? B.A. Baracus. Baracus. Never Bosco, heard of uh, what was his, what was the A? Sergeant Bosco Albert Baracus. Albert, there you go. Yeah. single second of that show, and I knew his name. So show. great. You can get it for free on most on, streaming devices, and it's I amazing. Think, yeah. On Freebie. I'm good. No, it's um, I, Roku Baywatch TV, Samsung TV. Yeah, Baywatch. yeah. Hold on, <laughs> we talked about that before, I think, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> hey, real quick, real quick. I know we. I'm not going to cancel or anything, but the first pick that Jason said, that's what she said. Who's that from? Catchphrase from Michael Scott. From the Michael office. Scott the from, office. The office. from the office. Okay, I just want to make sure that Jason there. I was just that's the, he was asking Jason. I think. Oh, yeah. My bad. Katie watches too much of that for me to not know that one. Reruns are on constantly. All right. right. Third pick. Third pick. I know the character. I know the real name. I use it all the time. If I am smacking the boys around, if I, you know, play fighting with them, like (laughs) play fighting with them. Lifting them up, play wrestling. I'll use it when I let one rip in the room. And it's none other than Dwayne Johnson from University of Miami. The Rock. And it's, can you smell what The Rock is cooking? (laughs) You say that when you fart around your family. Oh, yeah. Spoken like a true jabroni. You have to do an act. Do your actual impression of please, like the actual nope. version. Come on, not doing it. You can't pick that and not do it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I was it's not. I didn't know where Bobby's he was going. <laughs> I didn't know where he was going. Pick that. You can't pick that and not do it. <laughs> you got. You have to like hold it. Smooth. <laughs> then you have to stop. Raise your eyebrow. Come on, Sean. We're good. No one wants to do that. This is an audio <laughs> service, Shine. People want to hear it. I did it sort of when I, when I picked yeah, it. Yeah, he did. He gave it a little. Yeah, little it was mediocre at best. <laughs> but the pick. Right, we're back to you, J-Cat. Solid. Pick. I concur. I don't know how to explain this, 
this fictional TV news anchor was kind of a big deal. And he would always sign off of his uh, news segment and he let everybody out there know, hey, stay classy, San Diego. (laughs) Ron Burgundy, baby. He also said something a lot funnier uh, later on in the movie. They got him fired, but uh, (laughs) stay classy, San Diego. Um, I still say it all the time. I still laugh. Um, everything about Ron Burgundy and that first movie is pure comedy gold. So stay classy. Life's a draft podcast. Good pick. Catman. Catow Joe. Um, <laughs> friend of the bears. <laughs> friend of the bear. Friend of the bear. I'm going back to back sports picks. This other one, Stuart Scott. Mm-hmm. It's cool as the other side of the pillow. It's such a simple phrase, catchphrase. But you instantly know what it means, and if you, and it's you're like wow, like wow, like you put it together. Anyone knows hot summer nights flipping over your pillow, feel that nice cool surface on your face. Everyone else is like face amazing on fire every night, like when they sports sleep, it's people. Worst. It's just a cool catchphrase. Stuart Scott is cool as the other side of the pillow. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty upset that I didn't even have that on my list. That's an awesome one. All right. We are at Bomar. Every time I hear the song or hear a bell, I think of the Saturday Night Live skit with Christopher Walken. And you guys all know what it is. (laughs) More cow bell. My name is Bruce Dern. I give it all the time. I put on my pants just like you. But when I put on my pants, I make gold records. I need more cowbell. I got a fever. <laughs> the only prescription is more cowbell. cowbell. That's the line, right, Bo? You want? I got a fever, yeah. and the only prescription is more cowbell, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever you, whatever. I mean, yeah, you yeah. got to go with the whole line. Yeah, okay. yeah. Bo, what song is it? Blue Oyster Cult is singing what song? Uh, Reaper. Is it Reaper? Don't fear the reaper. Don't fear Close reaper. Enough. Close enough. I was like, you don't get the pick if you don't know. <laughs> the midriff shirt that he's wearing—it's getting it like the shirt keeps on riding up on him to like in the middle of it. It's just like showing his whole stomach. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I don't even want to pick because I have so many to pick from. Like I don't know where to go. There's a lot of them. Like I, I still have a ton left. <sighs> I'm literally just like. Throwing a dart to the dartboard right now. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, this guy sh- just passed away recently. I watched the show a lot growing up. Weekdays, game shows rule. I don't know if it was him. It was mainly mainly Rod Roddy. I think was the one that said it. But come on down. Your next contestant on The Price Is Right. Mm-hmm. Solid, mm-hmm. iconic line. You should have went with remember to get your pet spayed and neutered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the price is wrong. <laughs> you could have like double. Now you're going to get it, Bobby. <laughs> no, Joy. You used the one again. <laughs> What's that? All right, Birdo, back to back picks. I'm zagging and swerving. Like you, I'm, I'm throwing darts at I'm my really list. Flustered I'm flustered too. I'm flustered. If you ever find yourself at the top of a pirate ship and you must make your way down to the deck, you take your knife, you rip open your shirt, and you say, <laughs> <"Hey>, you <go." laughs> 
Sloth from the Goonies. Hey, you guys. Good one. AKA Tommy Sheehan. He would have been perfect for the smells draft. So. <laughs> we just all pick a body part. This next pick, I don't think it's going to get me a lot of votes, but it should. Because in the 90s to early 2000s, you had Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey. And I'm going with Jim Carrey on this one because he's hilarious. If something happens that you really don't want to do or <laughs> something that's dumb, or you're like, what? You just say, all righty. Oh. And, and you make a face and you just go along with it. So from Ace Ventura, all righty then. Good. I like think to say it all the time, but I don't know if people really know what it is, but I love when he does that. Yeah, it's a good pick. <laughs> I smell animals in here, Ventura. This is my mind. This is a lovely room of death. Come to my jungle, friends. So Ace Ventura Two is one of the top five funniest movies of all time. Ace Ventura Two, you said? Yes. The you rhino scene. Oh, the rhino one. scene alone. The first one's just as good. <clears throat> no, it's not. The second one has the slinky scene, the rhino scene. White Devil, Jesus. White Devil, That's White Devil, Bumblebee, Chino. He's fighting Tommy Davidson. <laughs> hey, are you drafting like a glove? When he's when he's fighting, <laughs> he he flips the car into the parking spot. <laughs> so I'm at the point in my draft where I'm like, I I don't know how my team's faring. So like, do I pick for me or do I just pick like, just whatever? Uh, Berto, you started saying something about the '90s. This franchise is still around. Uh, a lot of us just saw the movie recently. The re, one of the remakes. But I'm going to go with, if you're with your buddies, your your three friends, and you have your little fingers in the air, and you smack a high five, and you're ready to do something you want to do, and you're all hyped, you say, Cowabunga. So I'm going to go Cowabunga from the Ninja Turtles, just because it's cool. You know, you all had a shirt with one of the turtles on it and said Cowabunga when you were younger. I'm going to go with that. I have Bomar. I'll take this pick. I think it's going to give me a lot of votes. I mean, this is a show that i used to watch all the time my my wife loves this show any reruns come on the television she wants to watch it but there's a guy on this show and he would when he always saw a girl that he thought was attractive he'd be like how you doing jelly from friends <laughs> how you doing? a lot of lists yep we we know how the friends quotes fair in our draft so not not always so good but well, good fourth rounder though Joey doesn't share food. I wish I would have took another Arnold. I got you guys had me flustered for a second. I would have took another Arnold one over Oscar Vista, but yeah, you definitely were flustered with that pick. <laughs> I could tell. I could see it. <laughs> you guys were like, meh, meh. <laughs> I just wanted to see someone lose a pick and get X three times in a row. Shine. That is not a rule. Yes, it is. It's not a rule, bro. I mean, rule up on the on the go. Shine happened to shine when he started picking SNL movies. We said he couldn't pick. Yeah, we still (laughs) did. This is your last warning, Shine. If it happens again, you lose a pick. I never typed Google faster in my life. (laughs) I'm back. Zoom just decides to update like in the middle of a like uh, (laughs) stupid. I saw your face. You were like, 
weird because I had the same alert on my computer and I was I looked at it and I was like, oh no, like don't you do it. And then I like was scared to even like X out of it. It's one of my favorite movies. It's kind of like a I don't know. I guess a lot of people call it like a a dude's romantic comedy, sort of a little bit. I guess it's not really a comedy, but Cuba Gooding Jr., Tom Cruise, Jerry Maguire, show me the money. Show me the money. Congratulations, Jerry. You're still my agent. My favorite part of that quote, Rob, is not when he gets real loud. It's when he starts it off. He's like, you know what you got to do? Yeah, he turns the speaker down. Show me the money. money. He's like, what? Show me the money. Louder. (laughs) Show me the money. Can you feel it, Jerry? Can you dig it, sucker? Oh. Oh, my gosh, Jason. Jerry. All right, J-Cat. You know the human head weighs eight pounds? Dogs and bees smell fear. Was the sun devil, man? Uh, See, I I know we've already got a Star Wars pick out there. uh, And I know that May the Force Be With You is huge. That's a Jedi saying. In my culture, weapons are my religion. And if I'm strapped walking into the club, you have to know this is the way. Mandalorian um, is unbelievable. Ah. Uh, Going a little bit for the recency bias with this. This is the way. Say it all the time. Literally, in my opinion, it's one of the top three things in the Star Wars universe in terms of whether it's a show, a movie, or whatever. Like, The Mandalorian is amazing. And that quote is said all the time. It's amazing. Um, And it's good to see a deeper dive into other areas of the Star Wars uh, franchise and the canon and stuff like that. And I think that's a wonderful catchphrase, if you will, to kind of uh, remind people that it's not just the dark and the light. There's some other things going out there, too. So it can be used for anything, too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Why, why are you cracking another beer? We have to go soon. This is this the way. Is the way. <laughs> And <laughs> we all know that's definitely been used that exact quote. <laughs> all right, Shine, you got back to back picks, your last two picks somehow. All right. Wrapping up the catchphrases draft. That was a solid pick there, J Cat. Especially for a fourth rounder. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about it. My fourth rounder, I wasn't a fan of this character in the beginning because I liked the original toy first. But I'm going with a guy who redeems himself throughout a few movies. None other than our friend Buzz Lightyear and the catchphrase to infinity and beyond. It's a good one. On my list. That's a Bobby <laughs> pick. I can't believe he didn't pick that. Yeah. I'm a I'm a Woody guy. Buzz is See I was saying I'm a Woody guy too, but I think through the movies you just start to feel a little bit more I like Buzz. I'm not interested in Buzz, but in the beginning, I was definitely anti Buzz Lightyear. No, when Buzz says you're a sad, strange little man and you have my pity, it's <laughs> funny when he's talking to Woody. <laughs> it's just, oh, he's such a condescending little, um, uh, you know, prick, I guess. And then with my fifth yeah. rounder, my final pick, I'm going way back to my childhood. You guys all have your favorite collectible toys. And it makes me want to start collecting this set again. We've we've brought it up before. But I'm going with He-Man 
and I have the power. It's <laughs> a good one. Like fifth rounder. I was like, there's a couple others. I'll save the one that you guys will despise as my something Scooby Doo related, probably. Or Bazinga. Do we Bazinga. dare tell the story? <laughs> Do we tell the story of Jason when he used that actual line in Pat Woods driveway after he dunked on a seven foot rim and then proceeded to get hung <laughs> next to him? Rolled his ankle. <laughs> oh man. Brutal. <laughs> that was unbelievable, man. I was like four foot eleven, so seven had, feet was like three feet above me. But you did say I have the power, and then proceeded Math to go up with that point. <laughs> Grand Hildrick Sprite. Right, so we're back to JCat. You know me. My fifth round pick is usually something that is you know close to my heart. Definitely not going to get any votes. And there's so many ways I can go right now for stuff that you know from cult classic movies to shows that not a lot of people. Love watched uh or, or or people that probably would know very um readily there's just That's sometimes you said. just get, yeah right sometimes you just got to go out there and uh, you got to take it easy for everybody out there who's going too fast you know you might have to have a, a few white russians and uh when some long-haired guy at the bar tells you to take it easy you know what you know what this man is going to say the dude abides the Big Lebowski, it's great. Uh, fantastic movie. Sometimes you just got to go the way of the dude. The dude abides, man. He sure does. <laughs> I, I would have went with nice marmot. He <laughs> 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 puts it in the tub. Give us the money or we cut off your Johnson. <laughs> uh, we're back to cat, man. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't... Uh... I can't believe I didn't go Star Wars. I think that's just the way the draft fell. Man, I got like four or five pop culture ones here that are all pretty big. And I'm, I have I'm 32 kind of, I'm kind things of, on my list right now. 32. Kind of torn. Heath Ledger, Dark Knight, Joker. Why so serious? Nice. Creepy. Yeah, oh, I'm so serious. But still, like, I mean, I, I've heard people say it like, well, my old workplace in the Coast Guard and stuff, if someone was like being real like salty or whatever, someone would be like, Why so serious, bro? I've heard it set around. Good movie. You know how I got these scars? I love how it's a different like story every time he tells. It's just you know, it, he, yeah, oh man, Heath Ledger as the Joker is still one of the most amazing things I've ever seen on the screen. Like it's yeah, the movie great. rules that like the chase scene, the, the yeah, they just 18 wheeler. The beginning, the bank heist is sweet. All right, Bomar, last pick. There's a couple I want to go with here, but nobody's picked one from this uh, series. These five, I don't know how many movies are actually out now. There's two really famous quotes. There's actually a number four quote. I could steal Shine's pick, but I'm not going to do that. Back to this. But I'm going to go uh, with Rocky Balboa. Rocky 2 and he goes yo Adrian I did it and then that music plays afterwards you get so hyped after he wins and stuff oh man it gets me pumped up to even think about it yo Adrian <laughs> yo Adrian yo Adrian it's on my list well my list too mm-hmm. yeah I've been staring at my list since my last pick and I just can't decide what to do I, I don't think it matters I don't know 
where the voters will go. I feel like they're just going to jump out at one line. So like you really, for your fifth round, you're going to pick, maybe someone will pick you just for this one pick. I have too many like obscure things, I think, left. So I'm going to go with a movie I haven't seen in a long time. The lead actress was Sam. It still is pretty Sam. Paul Rudd was in this movie, early role. But I'm going to go with the line uttered by Cher from Clueless, as if. It was a good movie, good teen, like coming of age, like teen comedy. Enjoy that movie. It's pretty popular. You're a virgin who can't drive. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever she yeah, Clueless is great. Um, absolutely wonderful movie. Stacy Dash, Donald Faison, all day and twelve times on Sunday. <laughs> Round it out with that. My honorable mention list is team worthy. My final four. I don't know where the voters are going to go, but I feel like this line is said. It's only said one time by the person, but you know exactly who it is, and it's repeated. In many other areas, but when you've reached the pinnacle and on your downfall, and you have a mountain of cocaine in front of you and a giant oh. gun, you say, Say hello to my little friend, and you blast the door. So, Al Pacino, Scarface, say hello to my little friend. Have you ever seen Scarface? Yes, more than once. First, you get the money, then you get then the, power. the power, then you get the win. Wow. Of all people, bro, you were not the person I would expect to take that pick. <laughs> Anybody else. I feel like you can say thought about that. Whenever yeah, you have I thought it. Anytime you have something small, like you're like, say hello to my little friend. <laughs> or anything. Didn't Ace Ventura do it with a skunk or something? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I got the back Ace Ventura vote, close. Uh, so, wow. just my honorable mentions, we're doing three honorable mentions. Can we do four? I Right. Four, I I'll go and go with four. I got four highlighted, so I'll go. I'll go allow it. This is the one I almost picked fifth round. I love this character. Love these movies, and this is all this character says. I am Groot. I wanted to pick it so bad, but you don't really use that phrase otherwise. Um, very similar to Homer Simpson's Doe. If you could hit in the head or anything, you yell "Holy Shnikes!" by Tommy Callahan. <laughs> Tommy Boy. <laughs> Holy shnikes. And these next two ones are pretty cool. Not too many people will know this, but if you do know Curb Your Enthusiasm, you have Larry David, you say, pretty, pretty good. Added on my list. Pretty pretty good. And my last one, which would get no votes, but this show is hilarious, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Jake Peralta. (laughs) If something's not going well, he just goes, cool, 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 cool. Picks. I'm going to go with like my like not as obvious ones that I really wanted to pick. So uh, first one, Rob, I know, I don't know if this is on your list, but you could say anything that's like terror, uh, like sarcastically good. And then you could say for me to poop on <laughs> Triumph, the insult comic dog would bring none of the votes probably, but had to throw it out there. Also, Underage I really, wanted... <laughs> I really wanted to pick this one. Uh, after Bo picked cowbell, I was on, I was like, so close to picking back-to-back SNL. I wanted to take in a van down by the river, Matt Foley, because <laughs> the sketch is unbelievable. Bloody freaking dog. Just a, His just physical a comedy along with that is he's 
it's unreal. Like he's a savant, man. They're dying in the sketch. David Spade, the Christina Applegate are like chuckling in the sketch. He falls on the table. He just it's like a bag of bricks. Like <laughs> yeah, great line. Uh also just died recently, but I was gonna go Pee Wee Herman. I know you are, but what am I? Just Pee Wee was somehow cool. Like I don't know why we enjoyed that, but like he was cool. The show was cool. And Jcat is probably on your list. I know it was on your it's somewhere on your list, but I've come here to do two things. Chew bubblegum and kick um, ass. And I'm all and out I'm of bubblegum. A lot of bubblegum. <laughs> Don live, Nada baby. from They Live. It's a great line. Great mm-hmm. character. Great movie, actually. So those are my honorable mentions, along with 20 others I have left. Bomar? So from this movie, you know, this is kind of cheesy when he said it, but I always liked it. Uh, Captain America, I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Come on, man, skit that they do on Sports Center. I love that. Come on, man. You know, when I was mm-hmm. like trying to, I think it's with Chris Carter and uh, it's not with Chris Carter anymore. It's with Randy Moss now, I think. But anyway, you guys know what I'm talking about. It the movie 300. Jacked up. The movie 300. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, this is Sparta. <laughs> yeah, I almost picked that too, Bo. And whenever yeah. you kick somebody, don't you say that? Like, pretend to kick them, like, just yeah. front kick through the chest, like, <laughs> into a pit. Get to the chopper! Wow! I can't believe I... So, I should have picked that instead of Asla Vista. Mm-hmm. Get to the chopper! I legit could have done Arnold versus the field. I'm Here really I am! Upset Kill I me! <laughs> <laughs> the other one I was going to pick from um, Rocky was, I must break you. He dies. Yeah, but in the end, guess what happened? That's right. Yeah. A fight Rocky got CTE and he got banished from the country. He's, He's like a change. piece of iron. We can yeah. all change. He's not here. Great, Catman. Honorable mentions. Rocky Four. Beam me up, Scotty. Uh, Should have went Star Trek with one. I got two Star Trek ones. Live long and prosper. Beam me up, Scotty. And um, my precious. Mm-hmm. I had that on anything, the list. Anything, the precious, or calling something your precious can be yeah, anything. Just with that Smeagol. Yeah, like, yeah, my precious. Yeah. <laughs> and one more. Oh, um, you want the truth? You can't handle the truth. Yeah, yes. A few good men. Who? Right to you, J-Cat. So how many are we uh, supposed to have? Four. I'm just kidding. I don't care. Um, <laughs> you won't get cut. Uh, you won't get muted. Big Trouble in Little China. My my good friend, Jack Burton. He'll let you know it's all in the reflexes. Absolutely love that. Uh, for a foil character who's not like the protagonist in this, like he does such a great job. It's just it's brilliant writing. Brilliant job by Kurt Russell. He's the man. I don't know if you guys remember back in the day, Randy Moss was playing on the Vikings and he caught a touchdown pass and he mooned everybody. Uh, it was in Green Bay and he got like a $25,000 fine or something for like that. And somebody from the local news was like, hey, Randy, how are you going to pay that fine? And Randy said, straight cash, straight cash homie. homie. <laughs> yeah, <just> absolutely <laughs> love it. I say it all the time. You know, somebody will be like, hey, Hey, how are we paying for this? Straight cash, homie. You know how we do that, right? And then from Snatch, 
Do you like dags? Oh, oh dogs. Yeah. <laughs> so, like freaking dogs. Mickey the dogs. Pikey, always great. Um, and then one of my personal favorites, I still get uh, goosebumps when I watch this scene. So all hell's breaking loose at Autobot City and Prime lands. And right before he transforms, he goes, one shall stand, one shall fall type thing. So, like, it's just, it's amazing. Um, that movie is still one of the best animated movies ever, even though with all the animation glitches and stuff like that. So, Shine, do you like Dags or do you like Honorable Mentions? Honorable Mentions. Second favorite basketball player of all time, I do believe. Maybe top five. I'll go top five. Mr. Iverson. Practice? We're talking about practice. That would be a good pick. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. Practice. Old Bubba Chuck. One that I wanted to use in the beginning of this episode until I got last place. But you are the weakest link. Goodbye. I was praying that I beat Dilts so I could use (laughs) that one. So I saved it for here. I didn't use this one in my draft because it's learned in the past it's just not as many people's favorite show as is mine but the bazinga punk from none other than sheldon stop shaking your heads rob just stop shaking your head it's a funny show stop hating on it we will always agree to disagree and then this one i i didn't do because i felt like i was gonna get x'd but can't see that one for some football wow it was appropriate since it's starting next week can't wait that's totally a catchphrase yes it is are you ready for some football i just didn't know if it tied down to one person like who started it or was it like an nbc monday night oh it was the hank williams song Mm -hmm. it's a song was it yeah Yeah. that would be more of a that's a song lyric i mean i don't know yeah see i was i was kind of on the fence about using that was the Catchphrases draft. I mean, obviously, we missed a ton. We, we, there's only three that are picked. It's hard. It's harder than you think. So, before um, the listener questions, we wrap up this episode. It's time for another trip to the corner cafe. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls out there. In uh, podcast land, let me tell you about something that I had recently. For those of you who don't know, my wife has taken a summer job at the Thompson Island Brewing Company down there in historic Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, but it's located on the highway by the Wawa, just in front of the closed Bed Bath & Beyond. We went in there as a family. She was working. We're going to use the friends and family discount to have, you know, a little dinner, say hi, hang out with her, you know, brighten up her day. So we're in there, and I'm thinking I'm just going down to get the wings because the wings are killer, and maybe like a burger or something, nothing crazy, right? Like you didn't have a few beers, but yeah. Oh, I had more than a few beers. She was trying to <laughs> kick a keg, and of course, I want to help at all times because that's just who I am. Loving husband, I'm here to help. This this is the way. I happen to scroll down below the sandwiches on the lower right-hand part of the menu is something called the Naptime Birria Crunch Stack. So think of like a Crunchwrap Supreme on steroids. So for those of you who don't know, Birria is 
Latin, mostly Southwest Mexican style braised beef, right? With like guajillo chilies, cumin, salt, pepper, garlic, oregano, you know, beef broth. And you put that in, you know, a pot and you, you braise it like all day. So it's super, super tender. So it's just this wonderful shredded beef, right? Well, then they went crazy and they made basically a crunch stack. You have the outer shell, which is a flour tortilla. And in there, you have layers of the aforementioned braised beef, chihuahua, jack cheeses, cilantro, onions. You have a crunchy tostada in the middle of that, which is like basically just a big tortilla chip for those of you who are not well-versed in the um, in the Mexican or uh, Tex-Mex world. Uh, got a little pico. And you basically wrap all that up, right? You put it in a frying pan and, you know, with a little oil on both sides, you get it nice and seared. And then, and then... Yes, but wait, there's more. They covered that with beer cheese, lime crema, and crushed up hot Cheetos. And they gave me a little ramekin of the consomme, which is the juice that the beef is braised in, on the side. It came on a plate that was twice as big as my head. And the crunch stack was cut in half and stacked up. And when I tell you, every fat bell and whistle in my body went off and found a different level of nirvana that night. I'm not lying to you. Sounds Wasn't like a even lo- experience. No, there was something <laughs> different about it, man. Like, um, <laughs> like I ordered it and Amy was like, yep, had, had no doubts. That's what you were ordering. You know, she's like, I wasn't going to tell you about it. Uh, but yeah, it's there. <laughs> I could only eat half of it. I brought half of it home and then she had it the next day for lunch and it was still phenomenal. They do really good food down there and the beer is really good too. It's come a long way from they first started out. I love Tex-Mex food, Southwest food, Latin cuisine, uh, Caribbean cuisine. I love all those flavors and styles. And I'll tell you what, for a restaurant that is not themed that way, it is one of the best things I've had in that genre of culinary cuisine in a very, very long time. I highly recommend it, man. That was another trip to the Corner Cafe. J-Cat laid it all out there. Nice. I, I mean, you guys have that picture in your mind of that. Naptime birria crunch wrap, baby. All day, every day. Get yourself some. <laughs> Get you some. Thanks, J-Cat. We're going to move on to the questions portion of the draft. So we're going to start with, it is a question, I guess, but it, I'm going to kind of address it. Um, it says, do the Croce brothers have enough cojones to join Jason and Justin week 13 Eagle stadium tired <laughs> of all this Brock Niners trash talk Brock for president. I don't hate on him at all. My response to that is what would we be scared of for one <laughs> Eagles whoop the Niners ace in NFC championship. It's not more about wanting to, it's more about not wanting to spend hundreds of dollars on a football ticket for me. So no, we're not scared. Uh, I like the little jab, but yeah, should be a good game. Are you guys? I love how I, 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 Eagles did beat the Niners, but they didn't have their freaking starting quarterback. Because we hurt. Because we knocked all of them out. We had the best D line in the league. Uh, okay, I but that's not going to happen every game. I'm just saying. I, if I get Brock that. Purdy, You're right. If Brock, if Brock Purdy is healthy, it's uh, going to be definitely would have won. Listen, so because we weren't the best team in the league we, the entire year. We went golf, and he was like, "Dude, when two, are you going to stop Super Bowl? When are you going to stop just listening to them talk about the Eagles and like actually say something?" I'm like, "You don't have to say anything. 
we're going to say what we need to say later this year. And that's where it is. I was like, everyone can talk. Talk, talk, talk. That's fine. I was like, I don't even care about this regular season game, honestly. The chances that we meet in the championship. Well, because Shine's looking towards the Super Bowl. I was like, the chances that we meet in the playoffs (laughs) are high. So I don't even care about this regular season game. I'm actually, it's going to annoy the piss out of me because we'll probably lose that one and I won't care because it's that late in the season. Absolutely. Everything's going to be pretty much locked in. (laughs) And it's going to be the second time we see Philadelphia this season. That's the only time I'm going to care. So you talking now in August doesn't bother me. It bothers Justin. But to be fair, do I I talk trash? Do I talk trash? This is where the the question came in. He must have felt like he needed to then chime in (laughs) with a question to get his point across. Because I was like, I'm not saying anything yet. There's no point in it. Yeah, you you talk trash because you hate. Hey, 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 hey. I don't talk trash. I'm hyped for the Eagles, but I don't be like, eh, we killed you. I mean, I do now as a joke, you know what I mean? I, because it's, we did, but I, I get it. I would be salty too if our quarterback got hurt. You know what I mean? You're still on it for like a year until they literally play each other again. So we've had this conversation all the time, though. We've been fortunate enough to watch a Super Bowl championship in our lifetime. And now we've been fortunate enough to watch. Our team make it to the NFC Championship six times in the last 12 years, two Super Bowls. Like, that's a lot of success. There's a lot of people on this podcast that wish they would have that level of success. So, if they oh, continue I hope to be, Brock Purdy just melts into a puddle of ooze. And if by he does, Sam that's Super Sammy, right? And you'll right be behind. calling Darnold Stinks. If we, if, he was seeing ghosts against the Dolphins when he was on the Jets. The yeah. Dolphins. He's he went to the sideline and looked at Adam Gase and was like, "Yo, I'm seeing ghosts out there." Like, he's toast. The dude is not good. No, stop. Adam stop, Gase stop, was stop, not stop. good. That stop. was the problem. Adam I will give Gase you was Brock Purdy hope until like week four. And you know what? I was going to defend you a second ago. Like they legit didn't have a quarterback. They had no quarterback, which is kind of messed up. But it's making it, it real hard for me to defend the Niners lately. It's it's. <laughs> I think Brock Purdy's gonna make it a, It's it's I'm always saying, been it's always been something. And that's I'll take an L October twenty second in Philly. I'll tell you what. Get one that thing. dub at the Super Bowl. That's it say. it beats the hell out of being a Lions fan. I know that. <sighs> All right. The first real question. I thought this was a really good question. If you had to get a tattoo, what would you get? So I'm pretty sure none of us. Which is kind of surprising we talked about this before. None of us have a tattoo that I know of. So that if you, you know had of. to get one, what would you get? I just thought it was it a kind of doesn't have a tattoo somewhere that we can't we can't see. I don't believe like that. But me? Football. Yeah. <laughs> I've, thought, I've thought about it multiple times, guys. Like I really have. I thought Inside about Inside of it. the groin. I totally do. I totally for the select you to see that one. You have a Wesley Wolverine in there. Or something. What would it be, we call that the pissed off house cat. What would it be, J Cat? <laughs> I would get in a Rashikage uh, Ninja Clan symbol on like the bottom of my wrist or the top of my wrist, so I could cover like it with my watch. Bars or something. Yeah, and well, it, it's 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 symbol of the eye chain. Yeah, so that's what that that's what I get. It, it was pressed into it, and I had to do it. That's something I could definitely live with being on my body for the rest of my life. He'll be like, "What's that about?" I was like, "You don't know nothing about that, son. Let me tell you about snake eyes, baby." Shine. If you had to get a tattoo, what would you get? I'm so, like, not against tattoos. Kind of when people feel like, I don't care if you get one. 
I'm never getting one. I know that for a fact. <laughs> if, I, if I had to, because you have to look at that for the rest of your life. So the only thing that would remotely make sense is something to do with my children. So when I saw this question come by, probably the biggest thing that makes the most sense is like, uh, like Delaney in like a heart because she's our little heart warrior or whatever. But that like it won't happen either. So. Get that, <laughs> I like it. Bomar. I mean, I would also never get a tattoo, but I always thought it'd be cool to um for me, like right where are we at here? There we go, right here, my whole forearm, and then do like a whole like bunch of verses, different verses. That I like out of the Bible that you can read right there. Like, the what's your wrist tattoo Bible verse say? Huh? Country like song. That's all. Spell the verse like you'd write the verses out, or just list the verses. Yeah, and I would. I would also like. I don't know if you ever seen it, but, but I would bar it so like it looked like something else too. When when Bo did that though, it me it reminded me of his Shinkatig moment. One second. That wasn't. That was rudder. Wasn't it Shinkatig? No, we were you out with Rich. You don't want to surfboard? We were out like... with Rich, and this guy came up, and he was like, like supposedly like this good dancer. And I was, I had a little bit much to drink, and the guy, like everybody's making making this big deal about him dancing. Story. And I'm like, I can do that. And so I went up to him, like, show me a dance move. And he did this dance move, and I was like, I did the same thing, but obviously, like, well, probably wasn't like him. And I'm like, one second, I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Birdo, worst well, break well, dance fight ever. Would your tattoo be? Yeah, I don't know in what scenario I'd be forced to get a tattoo, but Emily, my daughter, has had this elephant thing since she was a baby, and like it just to me, just I think think of her, and for some reason, my son has always from a young age loved Baymax from the Big Hero Six movie. So I'd probably get like some combination of Baymax, like holding that stuffed animal or something like that. But I'm not getting a Baymax. I was say just a Baymax head, like the circle with the two dots on the line. Like yeah. that's what I thought like you were gonna the, say. The Baymax and the red armor, like holding the elephant lovey thing, it'd be like something that I would know what it means. But Catman, I, I don't dislike tattoos. I just like everyone else said, I just don't have one. I've been in tattoo shops throughout my life multiple times, looking at walls of flash. And just now that I look back, I'm like, thank goodness I didn't get that. <laughs> or like, because right, I mean, now I feel like you're more unique if you don't have a tattoo because like everybody's got something except the six of us. But uh, I made a joke like a couple months ago. I was I was talking to my wife, Autumn, and I was like, oh, I'd get a tattoo of like an autumn leaf on the back of my shoulder. Like for you, it's like your name in cursive underneath it. She'd like so oh, if I had to, do that yeah, me? if I had to pick something, that's probably like an orange awesome. fall leaf. Like a good, good looking crisp one. I don't think you need the name though. Like, cursing. true, yeah, yeah. It'd be just be jerk because people be like, Oh, maybe that guy likes pumpkin spice. I'd be like, I do. But what about, <laughs> what about like, pe- what about pepper like playing in autumn leaves like on the back of your shoulder? Just like, wow. that's that's it. I mean, that's the, 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 yeah. I'm just saying that would be the one, just yeah, exactly. Head. On her back, just playing in the leaves, or like, or her head on like an English queen body, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pepper is Catman's cat, Pepper Cobbs. Like, Rob, we used to always joke about, we would like talk about like getting tattoos, like, ah, like 
I remember I would say I always wanted something like Batman related, and then you were like, "Oh, what if I got like the Thundercat symbol?" Like we <laughs> talk about that. I thought about time. that too. There was dead a, serious. Me and Eric talk about it all the time. There was a guy that would come into Nautica when we both worked in Nautica back in the day. I, did he work for Stanley Steamer or something? So yeah, he like cleaned the carpets. Yeah, he would come in and like clean the carpets. He had the Mortal Kombat logo <laughs> on his shoulder, like on, right, right here, and it was it was like perfect. It looked. It was amazing. And he always had like cutoffs <laughs> on and stuff. And we were all like, man, like to love Mortal Kombat that much yeah. in like 1999. Like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> but to answer the question, if I had to get one, I'd probably either get my last name or like my son's birthday or like the numbers or something family related, kind of like Shine and Bobby and like was saying, like just something along those lines. Um, if I had to get one, something small too. Yeah. Next question: What is your favorite playlist from your the Life's a Draft playlists? This can be kind of quick, I guess. Um, so, what was your? Like, was it the sixties, seventies, eighties, or the nineties one hit wonders draft? Um, do you guys have a favorite playlist? Yeah. JK. Eighties, easy. That eighties playlist, I still play it. Like it's to me, and I know that. The 80s was heavily influenced by the previous uh, decades. But I do think that the 80s was such a wonderful breeding ground for a lot of the stuff that followed that was good. So uh, that 80s one is just it's absolutely fire. I stayed up to one thirty in the morning listening to some of that stuff before the playlist was even like, you know, like made. I was just like, this was a great draft. I felt like at work the next day, but it was all worth it. Yeah, if you if you guys haven't heard that one, some of the like big songs, uh, "Power of Love," "Don't Stop Believing," uh, "Living on a Prayer," "Welcome to the Jungle," "Pour Some Sugar on Me." I mean, they were uh, "Sweet Child of Mine," "Bomar's Wife Amanda." I want to dance with somebody. Man, there were there were some good ones. Like who drafted Purple Rain? The song is terrible. It is me. What? Rob, the song is awful. The song is unbelievable. It's, it's terrible. But yeah, that's a good, that's a solid, solid pick. 80s. So I would, I would also do the 80s too. But the last two weeks, I've been listening to 60s, 70s, and 80s. It's been awesome. I agree. I would, I was going to go 70s just because like there's so, like Bohemian Rhapsody, Tiny Dancer, Hotel California, Carry On My Wayward Son, Let It Be, Piano Man, More Than the Feeling. There's just so many good songs on this. Freebird. Well, that made me think of You should make a playlist of our 90s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s all together. Oh, that would be awesome, dude. Let's draft all together. Yeah. We could do that. Don't sleep on the Christmas player. draft either. The 90s. Yeah. True, the, true. I was going to say Christmas. But there's some bad songs you guys picked. Man, just trash. Not for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> let me find that while shine tells you his let me find it and i'll point out the duds <laughs> i was on the fence between the 80s and the 90s one hit wonders everyone's jumping on the 80s train so i'll just say the 90s one hit wonders christmas duds bobby's whole team look i get it christmas <laughs> is about <laughs> church and the lord i get it but that every song was like a hymn and like that's not when I listen to music. That's not what I want to hear. Dilts' songs. Let track. the hate shine. Flow. Remember Shine's pick. Shine let his kids pick. I'm getting nothing for Christmas. 
by Reliant K. That was picked. DMX Rudolph. DMX is Rudolph. Eric is this flamethrower right now. Because <laughs> no, like, I was mad about him, some of these, man. Trash. Your children's picks. Trash. <laughs> no, you care but some not of them, about their feelings. <laughs> Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Hilarious. Uh, absolutely a banger. Like, absolutely yeah. banger. Like Jesus, trash. That's what you basically say. No. I, I yeah, said him. So I was trying to be. Yeah. Christmas and Hollis banging. Nash, Christmas vacation song banging. Someone picked. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. That tells you right there. That was Jason. It was Shine, right? I know. I know. As I was trying to <laughs> save him. <laughs> so the, all, all our music drafts are, are banging. Listen to those. Next question. If you guys collected baseball or like any other sports cards, what was the coolest card you ever picked out of a pack or pulled out of a pack? Anyone remember a sp- yeah. actually I'll read Diltz's first because I asked Diltz because I know he's a big sports car guy and he I really don't have an answer. Like I can't remember a specific one, like, oh I got this. But I, fun fact, I did own and still own over 150 Carl Malone cards because he's still he's my favorite player. So I don't I can't remember a specific card, but I did collect a lot of Carl Malone cards. But Dills said it would be a tie between the Juju Smith Schuster rookie autograph patch card because it was numbered like two out of five. So I guess there were only five made. Or an Andrew Luck autographed tall boy card. And it was like a lot. He said, I was like, what's a tall boy? He was like, it's like a long, skinny vintage card. And the card looked like it was like from the 60s. He was like, Andrew Luck looked like a scruff dog too. It was, he sent me a picture of it. I asked him what they were worth. He said the one was probably worth like $800 at one point, but now they're not worth much or whatever. Yeah. He should have sold that Andrew Luck. He was lucky to pick that, to get that. That's an unbelievable pull. I got a card. I do collect not too much. I mean, I, I have gone through like a lot sometimes and not others, but I legit pulled like a Michael Jordan hologram card that I should have never gotten rid of ever but i ended up like trading it uh selling it to get his actual rookie card but this card was so much cooler and the fact that i pulled it out of a pack was just insane it was a refractor and pretty hard insane card to 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 get ultra was it a fleer ultra um refractor cards were cool though (laughs) yeah the refractor was neat it was it was a tops tops uh Jordan card it was pretty sweet. Yeah, those refractors are super rare. They're probably worth a lot of money now. Yeah, I don't have a story of pulling. I don't. Rem- I collected cards. I don't remember buying packs. Like, I don't know where Me we either. got. Maybe about like individual cards or were given to us from like our uncle or something. But uh, I will say I remember I went through a phase where I was obsessed. Marvel made a set of cards, and they cost like three dollars a pack, and I would go to Edge Hill the Edge Hill Pharmacy. And when I got $3, I was just trying to collect the whole set. And I, I mean, I know at one point I got the whole set. I don't know how, but I remember just being hyped. And I remember being salty when I got Stan Lee. I was like, Stan Lee? Who wants a Stan Lee card? Like the half Spider-Man, half yeah, like, like Half his face was like half Wolverine, half Spider-Man. And I was like, what? But uh, there's it came with a checklist. Yeah, like, my checklist goal was card. to get all the cards. So, I remember being like salty when I got doubles, though. Like I don't want another Moon Knight or whatever it was. Gabriel, Gabriel pulled a, like it was like one of the first packs I've ever gotten for him, and he like opened it up, and I, I didn't think he would really be that into it. 
and he opened it up and pulled this like Tom Brady card that had him as on the Bucks. It's like a newer card, and then the other half was him on the on on Michigan, like his college picture or whatever. And Gabriel's like, I got like two Tom Brady's. Like he was so hyped, and I was like, I remember being like that excited as a kid, like pulling your favorite players and stuff. That was pretty neat. Belmar. Uh, I was a big uh, Penny Hardaway fan. Used to trade with you guys and Jason. Um, but I pulled a, a refractor of Penny Hardaway out, and that was probably the coolest thing I, I pulled out. So I have a vivid memory of us trading basketball cards, like, in my room. And, like, to look back on some of those deals, who knows? Like, Jamal Ferns <laughs> and, like, <laughs> Jones, like, I, who knows? Ray I remember like Shaq, Ray Ray Bet- Shaq Ray- rookie Ray- cards. I had a whole bunch Ray- of them. Ray- 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 Do you remember betting uh, cards with Pong? We played Pong. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We played Pongs for cards. Uh, and I remember I lost a Jason Kidd or I got a Jason Kidd from your brother and he was salty, but like I lost something good too. Like I don't remember. I remember trading Tom Pete, giving him Cal Ripken Jr. cards for Michael Jordan cards. I'm still fairly certain I made out well on those deals. Uh, JCat sports card pool. So I collected cards probably from about 1990 to about 1997, pretty hard. I can remember um, in 1990, um, the pro set cards. I remember pulling a Randall Cunningham uh, pro bowl card, which was pretty rare or whatever. Uh, so I was pretty excited about that because um, huge Randall Cunningham fan one of my top two quarterbacks ever that I'm a fan of in my life. This is really obscure, but in 1995, there was a, uh, there was a tailback that played the, at the university of Oregon, Oregon. His name was Dino Filial. Um, he wore number 12. I was a freak for the number 12 because of Cunningham, but he was just amazing. I remember watching him like super, super late at night on one of like the cable affiliate channels would play like pack 10 games. And I remember he got drafted in like the sixth round by the Patriots or something like that. Right. And I was at my um, uncle's house in Michigan and I drove, I, I rode my bike down to the corner store where they sold packs of cars, cards. And I brought it back and I opened it up. And I remember like just screaming like, yeah, Dino fill y'all. And nobody in the family had any clue who this <laughs> guy was. Nobody here has any clue who this freaking guy was. Cause he bounced around practice squads for like the rest of his career. But I just thought he was the single coolest running back in the history of the world because he wore number 12 and had a cool face mask and he got drafted by the Patriots. So those are my two card things um, that I really remember. And I made zero money off that because they're probably somewhere at a Salvation Army in Sandusky, Ohio. Batman? No, I kind of the same as everybody here. I never I, I collected cards, but I never I don't have like a memorable poll. Does everybody remember when McDonald's had basketball cards? There were little three packs of cards. Mm-hmm. that you would get i the pulled a michael booklet, jordan and i was no 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 there were there were like little thin they were upper deck mcdonald's basketball cards it's kind of like the jordan for somewhere. kids cards no they no they're not um i'll show i'll text you a picture right. later there were upper deck basketball cards and the hologram on the back was a mcdonald's logo but um there was like a, i want to say there was like 50 cards in the set maybe maybe less than that but i pulled a jordan i was super excited then nobody cared just like you were saying gabriel pulled that tom brady the Bucks and Michigan one. I got a Tua that I pulled. Bama Dolphins. Yeah, baby. Oh. <laughs> Two years ago. Uh, my cards are all right over here. 
<laughs> Still uh, Marvel cards, like Bobby said, like pulling a hologram, like yeah. when you're flipping through those cards, like it was so distinct and different. It was just like, looked like gold. It's like a golden ticket. You're just like, wow, a Wolverine hologram. Like it was just, it was amazing. Amazing feeling. Wow, I have holograms head. of Bugs Bunny with Dan Marino cards. Yeah. I have I don't know where they came from, but I have a couple of them. All right. Last couple questions. One more. Please explain why Fortunate Son should be the new national anthem. Listen, <laughs> I know it's an anti-war song, but when you hear that song, it screams USA. As soon as you hear it, I mean, you think you're going to go kick someone's butt, you know what I mean? And also, it's in all the war movies, and can't you just vision a military, you know, people in the helicopter, and they're playing the song, and they're going into war, and the USA is going? I'm telling you, it gets you hyped up, even though it's an anti-war song. <laughs> Thank you, Bomar. Shine. This was a question for the list from the listeners. I don't know if I could do this, but Shine, name all five members of the Jackson Five. No. I refuse <laughs> to do that. Can anyone name can we can we collectively name the five members of the Jackson Five? Michael yeah, Jackson. Michael. Michael, Michael Tito. Michael, Jermaine, Tito. Jermaine. Those are the three I know. <laughs> See? Who Janet? I don't think Janet. Janet they weren't Janet. uh there was five brothers. Michael Tito Jeffrey, <gasps> yeah, Jeffrey, yeah, Jeffrey Jackson. No. Jeffrey Jackson. <laughs> so we can't do it. So Shine, he, he can't do it either. Sorry, listener. And the last question of the night, J Cat, thoughts on the game risk? The game of global domination, which I believe Shine picked in like the fourth round in our boards game draft, like many moons ago. I love risk. So much fun. I think Risk is a great I think Risk is a great game. I've only played it a handful of times, but now that it is on like a uh, like an online forum, like you can play it on your console or whatever, I think that expands the possibilities of the game risk. Because like um Bustin' with the Boys, a podcast that I listen to, which is Will Compton and Taylor Luan, they'll have risk nights where they all get online on their consoles. And they start playing Risk, and they play all night long. Risk is cool. It's strategy-based. Um, you can make alliances and then screw over your alliance, and stuff like that. So uh, Risk is definitely a good time. I would like to do more with it uh, and maybe have like a LAD Risk Night just so everybody can kind of see how cool it is because I'm with I'm with Shine, man. It's a cool game, it and it, it takes a little bit of time. Uh, but it is fun and it's a good it's a good social thing too because you can really do a lot with it and now like they've introduced some things now where like you have like secret missions and ulterior motives and stuff like that kind of speeds gameplay along because apparently us stupid americans we cannot sit there for three hours and plays the game so he gives them the missions and they blows it up but yeah risk i think is a good game uh, i haven't played it enough to say it's great but I would definitely be willing to have a couple LAD risk nights, man. Let's rock. You learn There's got to be an online, online version. like a- there, there is. You can yeah, download yeah. on your console and you okay. can play it and everybody can get together. How about instead of risk nights, we can get together and play poker like normal people? That, no, that never gets to happen. So. Uh, gambling. Normal people love to gamble. If you were the person you know who about the wacky races. 
wrote that comment and you'd like to potentially join a potential risk night with us, uh, please reach out to us. So we're going to wrap up this episode. Closing thoughts on the episode. That man. Here's looking at you, voters. <laughs> Dine. Uh, there's no way I can be last again. I think my team's solid. I didn't think that with the 60s music. Omar? I think my team's pretty solid, even though I got flustered in the middle of the or second <laughs> round. I think uh, I'm going to finish podium finish. I, I predict podium finish again. Keep my keep this going this year, you know what I'm saying? J-Cat? Just good to be back, guys. couple weeks stretch uh, where you know some things happened. Thank you guys for being accommodating with everything and then the collective decision to push on and record that night when I couldn't was uh, 100%, 100% supported by me. I thought it was great. It was good to get Dilts back in the fold. It's nice, you know. We're all family here at the LAD podcast and stuff like that. So, but definitely good to get back. Um, and looking forward to a good rest of the season. As for tonight, bringing that Dylon, 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 Dylon. <laughs> I spit hot fire. Yeah, I just want to say to the voters, with great power comes great responsibility. So make sure you're voting. And <laughs> Peter, Bardo. Well, in retrospect, I feel like I should have gone with I am Groot instead of say a little my little friend. Mistakes have been made. It happens. The pressure of the draft is real. People just don't know. But I think my team, I'm very pleased with my team. Another fun draft. I, I never know what you maniacs going to do. A lot of your choices, picks are not even on my list. And I still have plenty to go from. So, Looking forward to results, trying to get that three-peat. And my verse for this episode will be Romans 1, 16, and 17. That's going to do it for another episode of Life's a Draft, where none of our picks will be considered Mr. Irrelevant. Please subscribe, and thanks for listening. Kaboom! He was seeing ghosts against the Dolphins when he was on the Jets. The Dolphins. He's, he went to the sideline. I looked at Adam Gase and was like, yo, I'm seeing ghosts out there. He's toast. The dude is not good. <laughs>